Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Wednesday, December 20th. Major U.S. equity benchmarks ended lower late Wednesday, retreating sharply to erase initial gains as investors appeared keen to lock in some profits from the market's recent rally ahead of the three-day holiday weekend. The Dow Jones Industrial Average touched another record high early in the session, but ended with its first loss in 10 days. The late sell-off didn't appear to be triggered by any piece of news, though disappointing quarterly results from FedEx late Tuesday sent the shipping giant shares tumbling 12%, weighing on the transportation industry and raising some potential red flags over the economy. Before Wednesday, stocks had rallied broadly, sending the Dow to all-time high closes five straight days, As easing inflation readings fueled investor optimism, the Federal Reserve was on the verge of a pivot toward interest rate cuts. According to Nathan Peterson, director of derivatives analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, Wednesday's declines shouldn't be viewed as a surprise considering technical indicators conveyed a market that was growing increasingly overbought and due for a pullback. A mean-reverting, counter-trend move can happen at any time, and it doesn't necessarily need a catalyst, Nathan explained, noting that for the S&P 500, the Relative Strength Index, or RSI, a measure of overbought or oversold conditions, just hit 82, its highest reading since September of 2020. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was down 70.02 points, or 1.5%, at 4,698.35. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 475.92 points, or 1.3%, at 37,082. And the Nasdaq Composite was down 225.28 points, or 1.5%, at 14,777.94. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down about 6 basis points at 3.858%, and the SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, was up 1.14 points at 13.67. Shares of semiconductors and banks were among the weakest performers Wednesday, giving back some of recent gains after ranking among upside leaders during the recent rally. Transportation shares also slumped behind weakness in FedEx. The Dow Jones Transportation Index fell 1.5% and ended at its lowest level in a week. As far as stocks on the move, Aon PLC fell 6% after the professional services company said it will acquire insurance broker and retirement plan advisory firm NFP in a deal funded by $7 billion in cash and $6.4 billion in Aon stock. FedEx shares dropped after quarterly earnings missed expectations and the company issued weaker-than-expected guidance for 2024. General Mills fell 3.6% after the food company's quarterly revenue fell short of expectations. Spirit Aerosystems rose 0.6% after Morgan Stanley upgraded the aircraft equipment manufacturer from underweight to equal weight and raised its price target, citing better pricing from Boeing. 
Southwest Airlines fell nearly 1% following reports the company reached a new preliminary labor agreement with its pilots' union that would provide pilots with 50% cumulative pay increases over the life of the contract. Southwest pilots still need to approve the contract. U.S. Bancorp fell 4% after Stevens downgraded the lender from overweight to equal weight, saying the company's capital improvement catalyst has played out. And Winnebago Industries dropped 5.6% after the recreational vehicles maker reported quarterly results that disappointed investors. Among other companies, semiconductor maker Micron Technology was expected to report results after Wednesday's close, Micron Technology shares have gained nearly 60% this year, mirroring strength across chipmakers who've posted outsized gains amid escalating artificial intelligence-driven bullishness. On Thursday, earnings results are expected from Carnival Corp., CarMax, Manchester United, and Nike. The stock market's late slide did not appear to reflect any significant changes in expectations for the outlook for the economy or interest rates in 2024. Last week, the Fed signaled it may lower benchmark short-term rates three times next year, though market indicators suggest investors expect five to six cuts. And even if the recent rally stalls, U.S. stocks are still poised to turn in a strong year. The S&P 500 remains near a two-year high after surging as much as 16% from a late October low and is up 22% for the year. Economic News Wednesday indicated consumers are gaining optimism as inflation recedes, bolstering ideas the economy may be headed for a soft landing. Earlier, the conference board said its Consumer Confidence Index for December rose to 110.7 from a downwardly revised 101.0 in November, its highest level since July and well above analysts' expectations for a reading closer to 104 based on a briefing.com consensus. December's increase in consumer confidence reflected more positive ratings of current business conditions and job availability, as well as less pessimistic views of business, labor market, and personal income prospects over the next six months, Conference Board Chief Economist Dana Peterson said in a statement. Nathan said business conditions seem to be improving as interest rates and gasoline prices decline. I think we're at a point with the economic data where good news is good news again, he added, because it appears the Fed's outlook favors the bulls, and evidence that the economy is still resilient will support the soft landing thesis as well as higher earnings growth. Friday brings what may be the most anticipated data of the week, the November Personal Consumption Expenditures or PCE Prices Report. The PCE, the Fed's favored inflation gauge, has eroded most of the year, though it remains above the central bank's 2% long-term target. Overall, PCE is expected to rise 0.1% in November from October, while the core rate, which excludes food and energy prices, is expected to rise 0.2% based on consensus figures from briefing.com. In October, overall PCE was up 0.2% month-over-month and up 3.5% year-over-year, slowing from the 3.7% increase in September. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update 
or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.